0: Folks, this is Best Foot Forward, Season 2, Episode 2. Um, sorry for the delay. We've had some... It's hard to get people together all at the same time.
1: You know, it, it really is. Um, one of our uh, original co-hosts is not here. You guys could probably guess who. If you said Allison, you were correct. Um,
0: could have easily been Brian, though. Could
1: have, um, the past week, Brian was gone. He yes. was in uh, Texas at uh, Frog Camp. I remember I yes. If you remember from Season
0: 1, Frog Camp was also mentioned there. Yeah, it
1: was. And, um, <laughs> oh, so we boy. decided to bring back... One of your favorite co-hosts. He was a, oh, he was our first caller we had on the show. He came in, gave us very good insights about dinosaurs. Uh, it is Jesse White.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we have Maybe st- one day. Sorry. Someday.
1: And um, so, here's Wills. Hello, everyone. Happy to be here.
3: Happy to make my triumphant return on Best Foot Forward. We're, We're glad it. to have you.
2: Oh.
0: So, we've got an interesting episode today. So, to give you some background... Um, it's 11 o'clock at night, and we've spent the last two hours talking about uh, the future. Um, and the reason that came up, the reason at least it's been fresh in my mind, is I watched a film last night on Amazon Prime, which is usually kind of dangerous because oh boy. a lot <laughs> of them are bad. I mean, it's just <laughs> yeah. that Prime exclusives and um, Netflix Netflix exclusives, Hulu, whatnot. And we, I think we actually talked about... In episode one. Yeah, so I'm not going to go into that, but a lot of the time they're bad. But this one, it wasn't an exclusive. It was something with Ethan Hawke. I, I didn't...
1: I know Ethan Hawke. I yeah, knew I the know,
0: name. Yeah. I didn't know his mm-hmm. face. So it's a movie called First Reformed, and it's about a priest. I don't know the hierarchy of the church, but I think he's just a priest. Okay. Um, and he's at a church, and a woman comes up to him and says, Hey, my husband wants me to get an abortion because he is fearful about bringing a child into a world that is going to be so afflicted by climate change so that uh, the child's life would be bad. So the whole movie kind of centers around this priest juggling with the fact that this guy feels so strongly about his wife having to have an abortion when uh, given that he's an activist in the climate change movement or the uh, movement against climate change. So this is me thinking ahead in the future. Climate change is one aspect of it, but obviously there are a lot of them. So we, as a cohort of hosts tonight engaged in a discussion of the future and we have a couple things we wanted to talk about Um, and as always we do encourage you to step in on twitter um, or you know just text one of us and and offer your inputs i do want to thank one of our listeners last episode did respond to our discussion about the zombie apocalypse that is correct suggesting that we should maybe consider a prison as a setting for our fortress during a zombie apocalypse which is a good idea i actually watched a walking dead three seasons in like two weeks um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I kind of empathize with that now. But uh, I turn it over to you three, to kind of get get the ball rolling here.
1: All right. Um. So the future. It's very uh very broad topic, right? So we've kind of we've kind of talked about what we want to talk about, um, in this episode. And uh, Brian has actually been he's a big big forward thinker. Brian likes oh, to look thank ahead. Thank you. And,
2: he always you know, puts his best foot forward. Oh, oh. always. I, at least I try. I mean I I can't take credit for every great action that I've ever done but
1: <laughs> That's that's a humble guy mm-hmm. right here. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Brian, what, what are you most excited for in the future? Like in, in, in not so much like crazy future, like in your future as in your lifetime. What what's like one big thing that you're excited for?
2: I I am just I'm stoked for when we have a base on the moon and base on Mars like oh. those two things I I cannot wait for the day that that happens just cuz I think that that's it's like it's just a pinnacle moment in history and uh it's it's just going to be awesome seeing it like land and then grow and seeing what we learn from that and I'm I'm always a very pro space kind of guy. I uh I stay stay updated on those things and I think that that by the time I'm 80 if we don't have bases on the moon and the mars my li- my life was a failure, you know. Well, um... <laughs> is this a, a life it's a personal goal of your goal. own? Yes, yes. Okay.
1: Would you... Would you go... If, oh. Given the opportunity, would you go to the moon?
2: Uh, maybe for, like, a day. Just well, so, so I could say I could do it. But I would not stay there, personally. Okay. I, I, I think the idea is really cool, but, like, leaving... Going to Texas for college was hard enough. I think uh, leaving <laughs> leaving Earth all together would that's just pretty, pretty much the moon, right? Like, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, it's it's big enough. So yeah,
1: I did I did watch a video the other day. I saw something online. It was uh, how close are we to building a base on the moon? Funny, like this we didn't even talk about this. How close are we? And well, they did say it could be anywhere from like fifty to hundred years. I think we could have a viable base on the moon. And it's like it's cool. I wasn't really sure we're Doing like a whole bunch of different. There's a lot of R&D going into this, and they're trying to figure out like they've done a lot of things where like they're being able to grow plants with like just just by being inside. They don't need sunlight with like very minimal water because that's the main thing. They're the main problem with building a base on the moon is they're trying to figure out how to do that with only resources on the moon. Because if we had to import, oh yeah, it's like, it's like crazy
3: hydroponic stuff, right?
1: Define hydroponics. I don't know that <laughs> where word. They, where they
3: take the, they grow plants only in water. So like you'll take oh, a, you you'll take a, a, a cabbage and you'll put it in literally a little a water container and you'll give it the proper nutrients there and everything. And I feel like would sun might be an issue if you're on the moon? Because they still get the, the sun, right?
0: Uh, if you're on the one side of the moon. If you're not on the dark side of the moon. But, but if if you've it, seen it, Transformers. Yeah. Oh. Or listen to <laughs> Pink Floyd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll. I like the Transformers. Is the first thing I think of. <laughs> not Pink Floyd? Not the, like the terrible,
3: terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. one of the worst Transformers films. <laughs> 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 the worst of the worst.
1: Yeah. but yeah,
3: no, the um, hydroponics thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, oh, this is so time. bad.
1: But um, no, yeah, that's that's what they're saying. They're, they're trying to. Free, that's like the biggest problem they're working on right now. because yeah, if it's like, they're, we're figuring out how to build, like, shelters out of moon rock and stuff. And they're somehow putting it into, like, 3D printers. It's crazy stuff. Yeah. A lot of it was oh, over yeah. my head. Oh, yeah. But, Brian, I believe, I firmly believe that your life has a chance to not be a failure.
2: Thank you. I mean, that's that's, that, that's, <laughs> the, motiv- that's the motivation I need every day to get out of bed, is that Michael Early believes in me to make my, my life a success. But enough about me. Um... What do what do you guys want in your lifetime?
1: What do I want in my lifetime in the future? Oh, um, cheeseburger. (laughs) Daniel said cheeseburger. I do want a cheeseburger for a while. Um, (laughs) no one (laughs) thing. Really? (laughs) What's going on with you? Are you feeling well? (laughs) No, you know, going on a health cleanse. Eating salads. Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, one thing I'd like to see in the future. Man, that's a tough question. I think it'd be cool to like live, it, this kind of goes off, Brian, but like, okay, I think our time here on Earth is limited. This goes along with the climate change. We're, we're not doing so hot. Well, we're making the planet hot. No, man. But we... are <laughs> very hot. We're doing, yeah, we're doing, <laughs> we're doing. A little too hot, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so I think it'd be cool to see, this maybe isn't my future, so maybe I'm messing up your question, Brian, but I think it'd be cool to see if we, as a species, like, can we survive... Earth's, like, the Earth's test. The dinosaurs did not survive Earth's test. They said "Mm, meteoroid. Didn't work out for them. So, like, if we could somehow figure out a way, like, like, get off the Earth, like, if there's a possible future for us outside of this planet, they'd be so cool. And this was... If I had to re-answer my question, I want to meet an alien, or I want us to have contact with aliens. You personally
0: want to meet an alien.
1: (laughs) I I will volunteer... Um, Elon Musk, or whoever is our leader in the future when we contact aliens, Jesse White. Jesse um, I will be the ambassador to the um, to the alien nation, the alien people. Okay. The alien folks. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. So that was the very roundabout way of getting to my answer because I was still figuring out my answer as I was talking. That's how it goes. Yeah. No, but you know, that's uh, I like that answer.
0: And we pride ourselves not on being super scripted on this show. No, we're not,
2: not scripted.
0: We try to have some... Well, yeah, not scripted at all, actually. We try to have some layout of what we're talking about, because you've probably noticed a couple episodes where we're just kind of talking. Like, it's the kind of conversations we'd have just on a short car ride somewhere, so there's no structure to it. It's just kind of bickering back and forth. <laughs> But we try to have a little bit of a structure, but we ad-lib the rest of it.
2: Yeah, and usually we don't follow that structure, but it, yeah. it,
0: it derails quite often. Yeah, and that's that's part of the fun. The part of the ride here, Best Foot Forward Productions, Incorporated, LLC. Oh. Where's our headquarters? Houston. Okay. Oh, Houston. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah,
1: so any of you guys have anything, like, that's standing out, maybe, that, like, you would like to see in our future? Um, I guess, because
3: we've all kind of said our thing. Just to like bring it back in terms of the scope, because I don't know about them, the alien folk, but
0: just about you just crushed of, his dreams a little the, bit, you know.
3: But um, in terms of just accessibility, I feel like we're in a in a huge place. I always have this realization with like fruit, like it's it's kind of a it's a weird concept that in the middle of winter in Minnesota I can eat a banana, you know? Yeah. Like, you you, know. you
1: ever think about that? Because. I honestly have never thought about that, but that's very. Isn't cool. that crazy? No. Like you can get a pineapple
3: right now. I can, in Illinois. Yeah, you yeah. can. You can go get a coconut in in like in the Midwest of the United States. Like what? It's it's crazy. And so I think in terms of accessibility, like especially with Amazon, which is a, a, another discussion. You can literally, you can literally order something, and then within two days it shows up at your doorstep. Mm-hmm. like that's that's crazy and that's only developed in within the past like 10, 20 years
1: yeah oh and let me just interject Amazon Prime is now coming out with a new thing for Prime members one day shipping instead of two day shipping oh wow. really? that's really okay that's cool so that's cool that is, are they so upping
0: the cost of the subscription?
1: I'm not entirely sure on that but I just saw a little thing and uh, that's kind of cool so that goes to your thing like we are becoming even more accessible and we didn't really know that was possible yeah mm-hmm.
3: it's, it's, well if you think about it if you had said even three years ago if you would have said that Hey, this thing that on the internet you can buy it now and it'll be there tomorrow, like that's similar. Like, yeah, you're it is. Lying.
2: Yeah,
3: and and that's only happened in in the past couple of years. Mm. So like moving forward, it's it's crazy to think like, what's the next step? Is it, when when does this become so efficient that people are ordering stuff online? And honestly, like I feel like the the end. This is kind of parad- like the end is that we're gonna end up just going back to stores, right? Like, people are like, man, I can order this thing and it'll show up within a day. But, man, wouldn't it be so quick if I could just go to the store and get it? Like, <laughs> like I can get this thing in, like, 20 minutes. It's so fast. You know? Like, full circle. Within five years, we're, we're back to full storefronts. That would be interesting. It has a lot to do
0: with the evolution of retail, though, too. Because I was at the mall today. Um, I don't like malls, so it kind of stressed me out. Uh, Mike's Walmart is Daniel's mall. I
1: wow.
3: think. You don't like Walmart? It, so <sighs> I. Also, not a fan of Walmart. No, it's just, Is
0: anybody really a fan of Walmart? It's yeah, just kind of a necessity kinda, sometimes. Yeah, if you like Walmart, I mean. The cool, way
1: the way it's set up, like this isn't like a joke. Like the way it is set up, and it's 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 pretty crowded in there. Yep. And the the um the what are the what do you put food on the the racks whatever shelves. The shelves. <laughs> That's the <a> word. <laughs> <laughs> the shelves are really high and they're really jam packed, and like you go through and you're like okay food's over here but you don't actually know where anything is and they kind of have signs that tell you, you just, it's so hard to find things that you want and there's just a lot of stuff and it's really crowded and it's kind of small and it's like kind of cluster I, it just really like i get super anxious in walmart mm-hmm. like and i might be slightly biased like home depot and menards but like besides loving those stores like Everything is very clearly like you want this? Okay, plumbing is an aisle eleven. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like and it's it, it's open and it's got nice digs. It shells, smells good. It smells good. <laughs> so, so
2: you're more of a Aldi Trader Joe's kinda Aldi, Aldi.
3: <laughs> God's gift to man. Like all these amazing. Right
1: and, and so we're not sponsored here on the show. This is this is a free show. We'll Aldi sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> That's always I was getting at, and into more you know a, a diplomatic way nah, you know, man. I got <laughs> Aldi you know what Aldi it's a perfect it's a perfect
3: plea to Aldi because they're all about streamlining they You're do business yes. they, they don't the Germans it's that's what it is it's a German company they don't mess around with the the fluffy stuff yes. no, they don't. so no. they are the show
2: me state of businesses there you go yeah. they want they want direct uh, direct to consumer content like what we give so they they hit us up constantly
1: yeah, Aldi, come on. Yeah, Brian's our representative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Big business, we, we
2: have our alien representative, we have the Aldi representative, so <laughs> yeah. we, 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 we've got our bases covered. We, we got got the, specialize in trade here. Yeah, right? we've got the A's covered. <laughs> <well>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we're working on doing <laughs> yeah. somewhere else. Yeah, no, we, we all like to wear a lot of hats, you know. But there we go. <laughs> yeah. We're professionals. Yeah,
0: we are. Um, geez, I don't know what point I was getting to with. Well, we were
1: talking
3: about Aldi. We were then talking, then
1: talking about
0: malls yes, and how I was at malls. the mall. That's true, that's yeah, okay. So I was, we were talking about um, how malls are going out of business and how you see in like after the 60s, you have malls everywhere. Um, I think Pittsburgh was the site of the first mall. Wasn't
3: it, isn't it like that real big one, the the, Pr- the Prussia, Pr- you know King Prussia, Mar- Prussia? King of, mall, of Prussia Mall. Pen-
0: it's in Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's, in, it's in eastern Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. I want to say there was a, the first mall or a very famous mall in Pittsburgh and I just realized that it was just a famous one. It was in Night of the Living Dead. No, the sequel, Dawn of the Dead. It was in that movie, which is one of the most famous zombie films. And Zombies have a lot to do with capitalism, and I could talk about that all day long. But the that mall in that movie, which was seen as like the quintessential mall, like what every mall is supposed to look like in America, that one closed down. And that's the case for a lot of malls in America. So if you look at the evolution of retail, right now we have Um, getting away from that, right? Everything's ordered on Amazon. Mm -hmm. You have two days or now one day to your door. But if what you're saying is true, you'll have to have all these malls reopen. And there's a lot of real estate that just isn't being used for malls. But I'm curious to see how as a country and as a society, as a world really, we would transfer, not transfer, but transition from like malls to online shopping back to malls. Or just even to where stores have things, Mm -hmm. you know?
3: That's one thing. I mean, if you look at the, the real estate that malls and shopping centers currently set on, like, even around us, there's a lot of dilapidated shopping centers. Like, the that one with the the Toys R Us and everything, um, it's just, everything is shutting down. There's... And another thing that I've noticed in all those, really, the older shopping malls and shopping centers, they have massive parking lots. Huge. They're huge. Yep. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I understand, even, even when... Even at their peak, were there really that many people that were going to uh, an individual shopping center? Like, were there, and the people going, that many people going to these stores? It's, I don't know, it's crazy to me. And then you see that in the more, in the newer um, shopping centers, like the, what's the, what's the new one that just opened up on, over on 83? Um, where on 83? It's, it's next to the, the, uh, the, Willowbrooksh. Oh, where Pete's and uh, Pete's. the Steinmart is? Yeah, the Steinmart. I love the Steinmart. Like, oh my right, God. right out in front there, there's like the instead of using all of that, because it used to be a Kmart and that entire place
1: used to be It was that, one giant parking yeah, lot. It was yeah, one, one giant parking it, lot. Yeah.
3: And now in in more modern uh they're they're compressing it. They're shrinking the size of the 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 parking lots and they're adding new storefronts in there's the smaller things like restaurants and there's a what's like a makeup shop or something there there is yeah um i don't know it's an interesting transition but it's it's also interesting because in a lot of those vacated areas what are they going to use the the space for you know like is is it are we going to transition is this phase going to last long enough for them to like transition shopping and consumer areas into just like more neighborhoods and then we have an issue where it's just like suburbs are just straight neighborhoods and parks,
0: you know? Yeah, it has to be something, right? When stores close, I mean, leaving yeah. the land there, just a building is essentially a warehouse with nothing in it. That doesn't benefit anybody. Mm-hmm. No. So that's a good question, is what exactly they're going to do with that. Are they going to make it into apartment complexes? Probably not. Um, yeah. Because it would be kind of out of place. Like, yeah. if they build apartment complexes where that Kmart used to be, or even on, like you said, the Toys R Us area, mm-hmm. um, f- for context, there's this huge, um, like, intersection... That's surrounded by stores where we live. And one corner of that intersection is just all wiped out. There used to be a ton of stores in there,
3: yeah, and now doing, there are none. They're doing some renovation there, though. Like, they're doing a facelift to try and
0: make the... To resell it as yeah. commercial r- <laughs> real estate. Right, yep. so that, okay, so that's cool. That kind of answers our question, then.
3: Kind of, I guess, yeah, they're they're updating the, the storefronts to make it seem more accessible. Also, it's just so recessed. Like, you can't even see it from the street. Yes, like, that's it's just, part of it. It's straight parking lot, so it's like, what's... Mm, what's it? You're so <laughs> trying to see this store back there. You can't really see it.
0: Right, right.
1: But you know, that, uh, that is a thing that you're saying in places that are abandoned. They're coming out, but yeah, it's new things. Like, for example, I hate to keep giving you... Smaller viewers, they usually live around us, so they kind of know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. At Cast and 63rd, same thing. Completely wiped out. So they, they bulldozed the entire mm-hmm. the entire thing. They're putting in a giant i pick movie theater, which... I don't even know what Ipeg means. Too expensive. The one, yeah, it's the one in Bowlingbrook, right? Oh, those yeah, are the ones with
2: one the that? like reclining chairs and yeah. the food. Oh, those Never are nice. So they're putting
1: one of those there. They're putting a raisin canes oh, yes. in there. Yes. Um, they're putting in a couple, and it's like so. It's it's changed the dynamic because that used to be, what did that used to be in there? That was um, I don't remember. It was a bunch of like small stores, but now it's like so they're putting a movie theater. They're putting in, and they're putting in a couple of restaurants. So it's like, is that what? Yeah, that's true. I guess food. Yeah, restaurants aren't hurting. I, I really
0: know
3: nothing about the restaurant. People market. need to eat.
0: Yeah. Um, and they like to eat. And, no. well, I like okay, to eat. Let's, <laughs> let's connect th- connect these things. So we have Amazon. The point is instant gratification or near instant gratification. And I don't want to spoil the punchline for n- next episode. Because next episode we're talking about happiness and what it means. Whoa. Yeah,
1: but, subscribe if you want to. <laughs> yeah, episode. please do. Follow oh, us on Twitter. No. Mike,
0: what's our Twitter handle?
1: At best underscore Foot underscore, the number four word, W-A-R-D.
0: You got it. So,
1: uh, yeah, hit us up on there. Um, y- you can find us. If you're listening, you probably know us personally. You can uh, contact us through our personal um, ways of communicating. Um, smoke signals. Smoke, signal. <laughs> smoke <laughs> signal. Pony Express. The Batman <laughs> sign. What is it? Yeah. yeah. Ben- oh, Bat okay. signal. Bat yeah. signal. Yeah, we got wrong. it. Okay. Sorry. Um,
0: so, my point was we can connect these two. So, you have... Near instant gratification with Amazon. Um, So you would think if that's the goal, that you want to get what you want when you want it, almost immediately, you would, instead of cooking at home, you would want to just go right to the restaurant and get your food. So in theory, the restaurant industry should be thriving. For me, it is thriving. I eat out a lot. It's Mm -hmm. bad. Um, I don't know if that's the case for all America. My guess is yes. But it's interesting how retail and restaurants, which... Kind of go hand in hand because they're in similar areas. They're doing different things.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm you know, This is another thing I'm excited to see because you know how health food is also. When you said that health food is also a huge trend in the United States, like it people is. Are I wish to, it were a trend for me. Yeah. Well, trying to eat. <laughs> you know, people are being more conscientious about what they're eating. They understand like that we've completely shifted our idea of what the food pyramid is and everything. Yes. So what I'm excited yeah, to see moving forward, that. what?
1: No, I mean I've seen. I just don't like it. The
3: food
0: pyramid?
1: They changed it. Yeah. They changed
0: it?
3: Yes. Well, the whole thing is that. (laughs) Well, no, because they basically it's based on the the concept of like macronutrients now. That you instead of like eating just straight carbs, which was the basis of the pyramid before, that's not the idea anymore. You don't want to eat just straight sugars because that's what that's what carbohydrates are. So you're not going to you know white bread and Wonder Bread and cereal and all that stuff, right? So basically they've shifted it. So it's it's you're supposed to balance protein fat and carbohydrates based on your performance and what you do
1: yeah it's more it's more personalized yeah
3: and it's just it's based on i think a better understanding of diet stuff in general right so um it's interesting moving forward if there is restaurants that can implement that in a cool way and then like eventually we could get to a point where eating whole foods eating foods that are like Not super processed and super... As
1: long as it's not as pricey as whole foods.
3: Oh, that's what I mean. Like, what if it was... What if we were in a society where you shifted it? Super processed foods were hard to get. And then the the basic stuff, the really easy stuff to make, which is literally just, you know, picking things from from a garden or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, if the easiest stuff to make was the cheapest. So, I mean, that's something I'm interested in seeing. Because if that trend continues, then you'll see more, hopefully more health healthier options in eating and dining out
1: i mean we are i think we are number one in the world for obesity as america i think we're two yeah mexico's got us beat yeah do we for sure
2: yes well we can't let them beat us on that for too long (laughs) no no (laughs) america first right? Yeah. yeah exactly um kind of going back to the the future aspect of this um i don't know if we want to dive into this topic because that's pretty pretty heavy. um
1: well let's let's hear it out and then we'll tell you which Uh, diving board to go out. We will take it in some direction.
2: We just can't tell you which direction right now. So, uh, I'll I'll just say it. Gene editing with, like, being... Oh, yeah. That's actually... Yeah, that's a
3: good...
2: Uh, So, like, instead of people eating healthier, um, they're probably eventually going to have the option to make their child have, like, a higher metabolism or more resistant to uh, building fats or have a higher body muscle mass things like that to make them healthier or like their body is more resilient against unhealthy foods um and i know that for i am way in support of like if if you could edit the genes so that way it prevents like diseases that are like hereditary i am 100 percent for that i'm like yes like it's it's terrible please like stop that but i think the uh the main point of controversy is like would you want to create, like, designer babies almost that have these higher abilities for uh, intelligence and food metabolism and all these different things?
1: Yeah, um, so I'm just going to walk to the other side of the pool and dive in on the opposite side.
2: On the shallow end?
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I got my floaties on. Anyway, um, no, I I agree that there are a lot of benefits to it. Um, I'm going to bring up the opposing side, which that's where I stand Um, as far as the gene editing. I think it's cool. I think it's awesome that we can do that. I just don't like the idea of it. Um, from more of a moral standpoint, it's kind of like then I start to feel like we're playing God a little too much. And it's like, because then where do you draw the line? You know, yeah, do you draw the line at diseases? And it's hard to do. And I'm not like trying to like poke holes in. your are like, do you draw the line at diseases? Do you draw the? Li- then all of a sudden, like you're talking about designer babies. Do you yeah. Draw the line at, like eye color, like is everybody all of a sudden gonna be like super fit, amazing at sports, super intelligent, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or is like is there gonna be like is gonna be like a point to, like all right you can add it'd be like creating a video game be like okay you can add two to athletics, take two off intelligence. Maybe yeah. you know, <laughs> that's a way to balance it out a little bit. Yeah, um, I just think it's I just think it's scary when we open up those possibilities because a lot of things we have really good intentions and someone whether it be intentionally or not intentionally, is going to open up a floodgate into... It's, it's a slippery slope,
0: mm. as our
1: good friend um, Mr. Bondi would say.
0: Mm. Yeah, and I'm sure he's listening and just smiled a little bit. while he's probably in his car driving. Peace turtles. turtle. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think you make a good point. Um, my only thing, I think where I draw the line is if there is an opportunity to help people overcome things that are beyond their control, that we should. So if we can select out... Um, I don't know, breast cancer, uh, things that really affect people on a day-to-day basis, be- any type of cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we'd be able to... Not only would we get rid of cancer that people don't cause themselves, mm-hmm. but we'd be able to isolate the things that do cause cancer. Ooh. So if someone... I don't know, I drink a lot of Diet Coke. People say I'm going to get cancer from that. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. And I, <laughs> It's funny that I mention that right now, but whatever. They would be able to tell whether or not it was the Diet Coke causing it if there was no chance that there's just a hereditary illness or something okay, like that. Yes. So you'd be able to... Science would be more effective. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I just can't put on that. I've never thought of that before, so that's... I don't know, that's just something that's rattling around in my head right yeah. now.
2: And I, I don't think that there is necessarily a right answer of, like, where we do draw the line. It's It's probably always going to stay very controversial, but... Playing devil's ad- advocate to Michael's dev- devil, ad- uh, I mean, devil's advocate. Jesus, I can't say that. Because
1: <laughs> um, it doesn't exist.
2: Okay, um, would be like as a parent. I mean, for me personally, if I know that like my parents like altered my genes, it's kind of like I'd be like probably not okay with that. I'd be yeah, like, am I human? Yeah, like I'd be like, was I not? Right, I don't know. I just, I, it wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't feel, like feel me if somebody, right. if
3: if I figured out that my parents edited my genes. I'd be like, "Well, why didn't she edit this thing?" Like, <laughs> tell me okay. you telling chance. <laughs> my nose sucks. Why did she edit that? Like, <laughs> you know what? You're, you're not that was just me. an example. Uh, okay. But if if, uh-huh. if you know, um, I think definitely in in my my opinion, I think if if someone if you're gonna do the the whole gene editing thing, it has to be limited you know so like it would definitely it would have to be something that's limited by policy by something that we we say we have a basic set of criteria of what you can and cannot edit um that's informed based on you know scientific information and all that stuff um but okay Did did you you lose your way? (laughs) No, we technical difficulty. What? No, we're good. we're we're good. All right, Um, all right. Sorry, a little bit of a hiccup there. But um, yeah, I think it's definitely an issue of it's it's something that it definitely has a place moving forward because it's it's progress. But I think it's something that you definitely have to like pump the brakes on and check your morals and make sure that you're limiting it because, like Mike said, there's definitely a potential for someone to take advantage of it, and you get to the issue of is it if it's something that's only accessible for. Rich people, for example. Yeah, that's a good point. Really good point. Then, I mean, you're just going to have essentially different races of people that it's just based solely on uh, economic standing.
2: Yeah, that's that's kind of where I was going to go with it too. Is that uh, um, if it costs a lot of money, then people with the money can alter the genes, and then those people, because they probably would be uh, predisposed to having better livelihoods. Um, because of the gene editing, would go on to lead more, like, positive lives. And then it, it would just further create a uh, wealth gap.
1: A bigger divide. Yes. Mm-hmm. But
2: also, from a parent's standpoint, not, your, your job almost is you want to make your child have the best life possible. So if you had the option, I feel like there would be an inclination to be like, yeah, I want my child to be more intelligent. Yeah, I want them to be fitter. I want them to have everything that I could possibly give them to have a better life. And so I think, although I, it is definitely a very slippery, slippery slope, it's also, like, you're trying to make the best life for your child as possible. And so it, it, there's definitely, uh, like, it, there's, there's no right answer. It's a, it's a very heavy conflict.
1: Yeah. No, I agree with you on that. Um, one thing, Well, I, I had one thing, but I'm not going to open up that can of worms. We're running a little short on time here. But uh, the one thing I kind of want to say, not in contrast to that, but so you're talking about how parents want to make their lives the best for their children and I agree 100% with with that and um one thing I would say I actually think that's even a better reason for me because I would given the chance I wouldn't edit my kids genes because I think that's one of the best things about life is being able to overcome adversity whether it be now like I'm not saying like there's there's like I don't like okay 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 cancer like yeah that sucks um but like, <laughs> like real real <laughs> deep thought right there real deep thought. my like, cancer sucks <laughs> and i'm not really i don't have the exact point i'm trying to get here but i would i wouldn't want my kid to be perfect i want him to have some like i mean i'm not like serious problems obviously that would stink but either way like I don't want him to like. I want him to figure things or, or her. I want them to figure things out on their own. I want them to be overcome overcome certain challenges. I think that's a big thing about what makes us human is that we're not all perfect and like. There's just certain things that, okay, we can control, but I I don't think we should. hmm I think
3: I think a big something that is a, a huge issue here is that if it's the parents' choice, then that's where I think the problems are introduced. If it was handled the way that, like, vaccines are, where it's, like, you need to get your kids these vaccines in order to do this, if you, like, you need to have the these genes edited to make sure that your kid's not going to have, like, these health problems, isn't going to have, like, catastrophic health failures, or something that's incredibly impactful that all of society can agree needs to be edited, mm-hmm. if you treat it like that, then I, th- I think it's a pretty universal good. But when you say, when it's, like, the individual parent who's, who can make the decision as to what is and is not edited, I think that's when you introduce a lot of issues. Like, of course you could say that the, uh, there will be people, like there are anti-vaxxers, that choose not to edit their kids' genes, right? It's not to say that the two are comparable, right? Um, <laughs> not to say that the two are comparable I, in this context. I, I, I am
1: anti-gene editing, but I'm not anti-vaxxers. Yes, I know. I, I didn't want to... It, it's,
3: a, it's a false... <laughs> there's no comparison that I'm making there between no. them. But, anyway... Um, the The whole thing is if you if you can agree on what is a good thing to edit and what is not necess- necessary from a policy perspective, then I think it's it's a pretty good idea. Because I mean, if you can reduce the the percentage of that kind of illness in our society, like we talked about cancer, if you can limit that, then that's great. Mm-hmm. So, I, mean,
2: I just there needs to be like rules and guidelines. Yeah, to
3: absolutely. That's, yeah, yeah, that's what I
0: mean. So I see where both of you are coming. My only thing is and i was mostly in response to you because i wanted to help you out a little bit there um the problem there is that if you do leave the choice up to parents they're going to be inclined to conform to like societal norms which themselves do change so i don't know probably around 1933 in germany they would have preferred a certain eye color (laughs) over another
1: yeah, um, no kidding. <laughs> I could I, I, I think of one.
0: You hmm. think of one? Yeah. So th- it's things like that that kind of go out of style uh, after a while. Not to that extent.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, With the brute force of well, the American and Russian military. Even <laughs> if you think
3: about, yeah, if you think, if you Don't even about, about like, if you talk about like body pot, like body ideals, for the longest time, it was cool to be pale and fat. You know, mm-hmm. yep. like that, for the longest time, that was a, a sign yeah. of I don't need to be outside and I can sit around and eat all day because I'm that rich. Yeah, right. You know? Exactly. But that now, was the monarchy in, right. in, in Europe. So. so but now that the the societal image has shifted. So, I mean, yeah, if you're if you're picking your kids, of course, that took a lot longer time than one lifetime to change. But um, if you're picking your kids genes based on a societal fad, then obviously that's a huge issue. That's why I mean. I think it shouldn't be something that we treat for basic. If you want to edit someone for things like body composition and um, eye color and all that stuff, like that's I don't think I think that's a no go. But like catastrophic health issues, absolutely. Yeah, no.
0: yeah, absolutely. No, I think I think we've come to. I don't know if I don't think Mike's on board with that. That's okay. We that's don't. Right. We're not supposed to agree on everything. That's yeah. What makes the show interesting? Mm-hmm. But I think that is kind of among Wills and I, and I think, Brian, I think that's kind of our consensus, is if we can get rid of horrible illnesses that can't really be prevented, that we shouldn't. And Mike is just concerned that that will lead to other things being
1: Correct.
0: unnaturally edited. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of summarizes that, and I think that no. gives us kind of a, a good wrap to the end of the episode now that our points are kind of clear there. Um, we talked about staying on track of an agenda... Oh. Um, and we have an interesting number of topics written on a legal pad here, none, none of which we got to. Not <laughs> yeah. So, a yeah, single one. No, no. <laughs> not one. Not one. So that's what we, that's what we do here. But I think yeah. we had a pretty good discussion here. And if you do have feedback, like I, uh, like I said, like Mike said, please reach out to us personally or on Twitter. We will gladly respond, probably within a few minutes, because we don't get a whole lot of
1: responses. <laughs>
0: but um, we appreciate those who do. Um,
1: yeah, and uh, big thank you to our co-host wills here tonight. Um, yeah. He will be back for episode four, so don't you guys hang around if you want three, to three three. Yeah you're skipping okay. Mass wasn't never my strong subject. That's okay. Uh, wills will be back for the next episode, so stay tuned for that. Um, and until next time, this is best foot forward.